what's up? Boom. It's kind of excited, man. I know I did review a lot of my 90s action second set and one video blog. Apologies for the bad audio on the pause it. Maybe I might redo that video. Maybe, but right now with the timing, so, so stick with that one video blog I did. But I'm going to review a movie separately on one of them, and that's Mark for Death. Steven Seagal, back. DVD looked the same as the cover art. It's all black with Mark for Death. Um, bonus features is widescreen, original trailer. It deserves more though. Mark for Death, man, to me, let me just say something. It is, to me, personally, my number one favorite, the greatest, the best of all Steven Seagal's movie that he ever did. Mark for Death is the, the greatest. I love that movie so much. Good action, straight to the fucking point. The drama did not did not extend it long, you know, the straight to action moment. Beast mode of Steven Seagal, this is the shit I like. And you'd be surprised if Seagal actually get hit in this movie. It was like the first time I actually seen him got hit. I'm like, finally. And um, what I like about this movie, let me just say, it, it kind of like brings my childhood memories too, at the same time, because when I saw Mark for Death for the first time, it was on video cassette, right? And also, there was a second movie I rented on video cassette for the very first time, and it was the first time I've seen it. Toxic Avengers. I had a, a special feature moment, you know, I had Mark for Death to watch, and after that, I saw Toxic Avenger on video cassette back to back to back. So that was pretty cool, man, you know. But besides that, um, Mark for Death, epic movie, um, to me is epic. Um plays this cop. He goes after this drug guy, drug push, I guess. And the drug push was played by Danny Trey at the beginning part of the movie that captured him. This is like the before the movie actually starts rolling, you know, like going on to fight the Jamaicans before like the Mexican guys, you know, shoot shoot them up. You know, because it was doing, trying to stop them doing drugs and stuff were undercover. And, you know, once Steven Seagal stopped those guys, um, he got, got to his boss. He saw about retiring. He, he feel like too much is too much, you know. He did what he has to do. So he retired. He decided to go back to the town where he grows up on. And he met his niece, his, um, his, um, um, sister-in-law. I think sister-in-law, if I'm corrected, right? I could be wrong, but... And the niece is played with Down Harris. You got another actress that's, that's young, growing up, that's going to become famous with Down Harris in this movie, too. And you got the Allstate guy, by the way. The black guy, the Allstate guy. I think Keith David was his name. But anyway, as the movie progress, you know, he's getting, getting to live a peaceful life now, you know, away from doing police enforcement stuff, you know, stopping drug dealers and stuff. And then he met his friend, the coach of the football team, played by Keith David, the Allstate guy. And they start talking about good old times. At the same time, Steven Seagal and the coach know that these drug deals, the Jamaican drug deals are selling drugs. And the coaches get mad, you know. But Steven Seagal's captain say, you know what, just let it go, you know. Because as him being retired, he don't want to get do it, be any part of it no more. Um, as the movie fast forward, um, the drug dealers, the Jamaican drug dealers move into a town. They want to take over pretty much. And um, the drug dealers... The Jamaican drug dealer shooting up these other gangs in a bar, and Steven Gunn and his friend was at the bar at the same time. So that's why Steven Gunn decided to step, excuse me, decided to step in and stop one of the drug dealers, Jamaican drug dealers. And the Jamaican drug dealer got mad. He's like, "Oh, you dead man, you dead man!" Like that type of attitude. And that's when Steven Gunn will have to come out of retirement because the Jamaican, the fast forward, the Jamaican, Jamaican, um, what Jamaican thugs 
decided to um, do a shootout at his home. His niece got shot. She was in the hospital, you know, and Sister Scott, Sister Scott kind of got mad. You know, he wants revenge pretty much. And um, as the movie progressed again, the, dr the drug dealer, the Jamaican drug lord decided to get revenge on Sibisigal's character, you know, put him off for death on his fa family, you know. And then they got to the woman's house, his, his sister-in-law, and about a killer, the Sibisigal comes into the house to save his sister-in-law just in time. And that's when Sibisigal has enough, you know, he's like, you know what, I really gotta go after this guy, I gotta stop him. So he talked to this um, female reporter, or I think she's an art, like she's an um, art museum owner of, the, of this um, shop, I think. And she started explaining to Sibisigal's character, you know what, to order to order to stop him, you have to kill him. So all the other drug pushers, all the drug thugs, like the Jamaican drug thugs, will think that that he's weak now. The the drug dealer screw, the drug lord Screwface, you know. And um, because like the Screwface character, the villain, is like they make you perceive like he's supernatural, like he's unstoppable. And I'm gonna spoil, I'm gonna spoil it for you later what what really goes over the Screwface character. And there is a twist ending in this movie which I thought was really good because. I did not expect it, <laughs> but um, but the drug thug, the Jamaican thugs think he's like supernatural force, like he's like unstoppable, you know. But really, even he has his weaknesses. Let's put it like that. Um, so when Stevie guy had enough, he decided, you know what, it's time time for us to go to war. He decided to go to Jamaica and stop Screwface with the help of his um, friend, you know, the coach, coach of the football team, and um, this um other police force, a Jamaican guy. Was also a cop decided to come to Jamaica, stop the stop school face and his thugs, you know. So he got defeated him, and once he cut his head off, he decided to go back to Chicago, you know, and show the other Jamaican thugs like, look, Screwface is dead. Get out of my get out of my town or die, you know. Showing the Jamaican thugs that hey, it's over. And then once they were about to leave, uh, the Jamaican um, police officer holding his head. He got stabbed behind his back. He's dead, and you realize that Screwface was actually alive. So take a wild guess. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Screwface does not have supernatural powers. He just have a twin brother. So that's the reason why he could be in two places at once. You know, and um, Serious Gun though had to go after the real, go after the Screwface twin brother. Excuse me, and have a sort of sort of fight combat. And Screwface, this is when you start seeing Serious Gun actually getting hit. He's getting hit. He's getting beat up by Screwface a little bit. So it was kind of amazing to see that scene. But the sword fighting scene is good. The martial arts scene was good in this moment. And he defeated Screwface, of course. Like, in, in, like blind it. Like, put a finger. Oh, my fingers in his eyes. Beat the shit out of him, pretty much. And then Steven Scott just threw him like, underneath like the shaft. And he got stabbed. And all the Jamaican thugs, of course, see Screwface's dead body. The second Screwface. And, of course, they have to leave, you know. That's where Steven Scott and his, um... His, his football friend, you know, the coach of the football team, and um, holding the, the cop, the dead Jamaican cop's body, carrying him off, and um, pretty much that's like the end of the movie. Um, all in all, Mark for Death, um, really, really a good movie. Still love this movie. One of the best Steven Seagal movies, I would say. My, but personally, for me, the number one best. My favorite. Um, simple story, lots of good action, and just an awesome movie. Mark for Death, anyway. Peace, guys. See you later.